You are listening to The Reckoning Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Reckoning underscore pod and send any questions, comments, or concerns to thereckoningpod at gmail.com. Last time, our eclectic crew visited the final two crime scenes in the city of Nino, collected some very important clues, and only kind of accused each other of murder. Let's pick it up there. Definitely real. <laughs> but can you prove it? I'm going to kick nope. your ass. That's all. <laughs> Ashi escorts you to the Brass Rose Inn, which is where they had spent the night before. And she shows you to the cot where Haunt had been sleeping. There is a bag that is stored underneath of the cot. It looks slept in. He did not make the bed before. Are there any books? Like, in his bag or anything? So you guys just, like, pull out his bag and just flip it over and start... <laughs> okay, so do an investigation check. Triple tact we have. Good, nat 20. Nat 20. So in searching for books, you find two. A very surprisingly well-thumbed copy of the Holy Tormish book. The other one is a bestiary. So a, a book of animals, whatnot. I would like to take my uh, little piece of parchment and start comparing it to the Holy Tormish book. Like start using it to flip through and see if the letters match up? Yes. Mm -hmm. So give me, I always get intelligence and wisdom confused. Would this be, this would be investigation. I always say intelligence is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit smoothie. (laughs) 21. With a 21, you start to make, and so where are you like copying the cipher? I have my little notebook out. Okay, so you watch as this dirty, dirty child uh, starts flipping through this holy book of Torm and starts copying out words. So those words are third graystone, counterclockwise, walk to wall, left, first right, down is up, 27 steps clockwise, slide left. I like hold the paper up to Volmar and go, no idea. <laughs> um, Where do we go? I, so, to me, picking this up, uh, I think both in and out of character, those sound an awful like oh, an awful lot like maze instructions. I'm not sure if there's some sort of history check Volmer can do. Yeah, you can do a history check. Uh, does Jack Owen see this? I would say everybody does, uh, seeing as Chimerical did just throw it up in the air. That's only an eight, so I'm imagining I'm sticking with my, that sounds a lot like maze instructions, maybe, if he was helping to build it. Can I read? With an eight, (laughs) I will let you know, the maze is made out of hedges, not stones. Okay, but yeah, the the stone part then wouldn't make a lot of sense. Um, 
At least if, if that's what the maze is made out of. Maybe there's stones inside of it? I like turn to Ashi and I go, are there stones inside the maze or is it all just hedge? I mean, I don't think telling you the answer to that is cheating. There, there aren't any stones in the maze. Okay, thank you. I mean, ultimately, we are investigating on behalf of the Empress for, you know, murderers and ne'er-do-wells, so... Yeah, but, like, the maze is a big deal, and this is, like, a festival of loyalty and following <laughs> the rules. I mean, murder is also a big deal. Uh, and she kind of, like, takes a moment and she goes, <laughs> we won't get it. We won't get in to Torm a whole lot. <laughs> I, feel I like think that's a wonderful the, idea. Maybe we should let's just let's just do the maze and then see if this thing applies. And if not, we just win the maze anyway. You just said that it wouldn't apply. I know, but like, what if stones appear? What if it was planted? What if the murderer planted stones in the maze? Everything else up to this point has been weirdly elaborate. I'm not ruling anything out. So okay, the the walls are made of stone. Um. Uh, this this seems to me like something that would maybe appear in catacombs. You said you said you were all in the sewers. So, uh, perhaps something to do with that. I mean, I had a guy talking like this once, but he got bit by a really poisonous snake and died. So that's probably not related. Was he talking like this before or after the snake bite? Well, this was years ago. It was before the snake bite, but you know, who knows. <laughs> I'd like to look through uh, the rest of his belongings. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Nothing. <laughs> Just take care of yourself, Jack. <laughs> um, so as you go through the rest of his belongings, there are several sets of clothes, um, some toiletries, some rations. But aside from the two books, there wasn't really, there isn't really a whole lot else. I will take up uh, both of the books and just kind of slide them into my cloak area. Cloak area? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what time is the um, competition in the maze? Oh, it'll be here in about two hours or so. If, can I, uh, can, can Volmer like run downstairs to that? I'm pretty sure with 27 steps, this is too like big. Can I like do a quick like run through of the end they're staying at and just make sure it's not like referring to, you know, the main room downstairs or something like that. It's one floor. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I, and I came inside? Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if, if, if I like lean at, uh, oh yeah, because then down is up. Yeah, I guess yeah. I could still check. Um, uh, yeah, it sounds like it's not it, but I'll lean out and look into the main room and see if there's a third gray, if there's three gray stones in sight. Uh, no, it seems to be made primarily of the same sandstone that the majority of the city. Okay. What color are the walls that separate each of the rings? For the most part, uh, different varieties of sandstone. So tan, maybe a little bit reddish. There are occasionally like black stones, gray stones, other colors in places where perhaps they had to reach out or into like the, the area around the plateau to build. Volma, do you know of any notable buildings or anything made from gray stone? Most of this place seems like it's made of sandstone. Uh, that's my understanding. Most of the building is and um, 
I'm gonna, I, I, I'm DM, I'm imagining that like that would be more like a royal thing like that would uh, appear in the inside of the city, like stuff that's imported is gonna be made of. Yeah, the, the palace is the only structure that you can think of that is not made entirely of sandstone. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's uh, part of why I was thinking it might be the catacombs is, or the, not the catacombs, something underground or some sort of passageway. Um, uh, th this is something that we'd really only see in the in the palace or thereabouts, um, which is lucky because we're going to win the competition, so we'll be able to get in. Well, how much time do we have before the tournament? Two hours. We could go down to the sewers within two hours. Uh, Decamilla excluded, of course. Decamilla like is have suspicious. I feel like we <laughs> I feel like if we were to go down into the sewers, we'd need to follow them all the way into the into the inner city uh, and then back again. I'm not sure if we'd necessarily have enough time to uh, check thoroughly and then make it back. Yeah, that's a lot of shit to, shit to sift through. Do we want to supply ourselves before the big fight? Perhaps buy some healing potions or weapons or anything of the sort? <laughs> yeah! The rabbit almost killed me last time, so that's probably a good idea. Oh, I very much love the idea of going shopping. Yeah, I suppose uh, a potion could be helpful for me in the event that um, uh, someone is not able to take a blow for me. Are you looking at Jack when you say that? No, I think I think I'm like um, actually kind of like patting Makaro, just like very help, like just like <laughs> like testing how much space he takes up and seeing like how many times <laughs> I can like step across. Just taking like uh, a like a tape measure and measuring to the outline. Right, I think I'm more just like fascinated and like amazed by uh, his absolute bulk. Jack is also gonna like cue in on this and also like follow a Vulmer like as he measures out like. The absolute unit that is Macquaro. <laughs> Everyone gently strokes Macquaro's pectoral. Yes. That's right. So you guys are going shopping. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you guys, you step outside once again. The city is just a mess of festivities. It's probably it's about one o'clock by now. So there's a lot of very drunk people. A lot of children that are like hyped up on uh, candy and whatnot pass by like arm wrestling competitions and archery competitions and all of that. Uh, you do happen to walk by the uh, pig wrestling uh, pit, <laughs> which as you walk by, you see it is a it's a large like temporary brick pit that has been filled with mud and olive oil, and there are at this point about seven. Uh, small pigs inside. And Lara Vela, you actually recognize one of the per people who is in the pit. They are shirtless and wearing a loincloth. It's one of your sailors. Uh, and he sees you and he goes, Captain, Captain, I'm wrestling a pig. I'm going to get us a pig for the boat, Cap. I just give him a nice thumbs up. Like, good for you. And like, as you do, he like dives at a pig, like gets his arms around it and the pig just slides out. Remy, quick detour. <laughs> Do we have time? You guys have like two hours. Uh, without saying anything, so. it, what are the rules for diving into this um, 
pig wrestling situation. Um, there is a person who's like running the event. It is one silver in order to enter in an attempt to wrestle a pig. If you get in, you have to be stripped down basically to whatever undergarments you are comfortable with. And you have one minute to successfully wrangle a pig for five seconds. It is a uh. series of dexterity checks that are opposing. <laughs> <laughs> Jack would like to do this. And what, pray tell, are you going to do with a pig once you have it? I'm probably going to sell it. I don't need a pig. I just want to... I, I, I just need everybody in the area to know that I could fucking catch these pigs. You could set them free. Or, do I see the whoever's running this pig wrestling? Yeah, signing people uh, up? there's a, a young um, woman, halfling woman with bright red hair standing there with like a clipboard i'll i'll go up and i'm kind of like pulling off like my pack and other things as i'm like throw me in Put all me right in there. it'll be uh it'll be one silver perfect can you break a gold yeah uh so she gives you nine silver <laughs> cool <laughs> okay you know i should have expected you guys to want to do this somehow i didn't so <laughs> there is going to be a series of of dexterity checks in which you are going to attempt to successfully out-wrassle a greased pig. You will have 10 rounds of combat to do so. So we'll do this one at a time. What what were you going to say, Andrew? I was going to ask if I was included in this, but then you said one at a time. Well, okay, so I'm imagining like all three of you are jumping into the pit at the same time, but we're going to do one person at a time to make it easier for me. You're kind of benevolent. Yes. (laughs) Is anybody else a pig wrestling? Who wants to go first? Okay, All right. Go first. So the three of you dive into this pit of olive oil and mud. Mukwaro. So there are, I think I said there were seven pigs remaining. Three bright pink pigs, two spotted pigs, and then two pure brown pigs. I'll go for a pure brown pet pig. Okay. Ten rounds of combat. You got to succeed three times in a row. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, 21. Okay, that does beat the 13. So first round, you just like dive at this pig and you just like lock your arms around it. Two. Uh, 10. 15. It wiggles out of your grasp, leaving you needing to go again. Uh, 12. 12. You manage to like wrestle it into like the side of the pin and you have it held once again. You're mine. Thirteen. Thirteen. It is squealing very, very loud. It's desperately trying to get out of your grasp, but it is still constrained. Uh, Sixteen. With a twelve, you manage to quite, quite quickly, quite summarily wrestle this pig. You, like, lift it up into the air because you are swole and, like, carry it to the edge of the pit. Remy or Jack, who wants to go next? All right, Remy. So you've seen this happening. You dive into the pit as well. You're covered with mud, save for the bright golden halo above your head that manages to stay completely pristine. Are you going after a the remaining pure brown pig, a spotted pig, or? I want a spotted pig. All right, so you dive after a spotted pig. Let's roll. I bet first one's a 15. 15. So uh, you kind of like eye Mukwaro out of the corner of your eye, and you like take after the same method, and you manage to get your arms wrapped around a spotted pig. Round two. That's an eight. Uh, it's okay, because it rolled a two. 
you. Like, it, like, chokes on some of the mud and olive oil a little bit, and you, like, loosen your grip a little bit so it can get its breath back. Round three. It's a 17. 17. Okay, this dice is going in the no-use dice jail. As, actually, before Mukwaro, you, like, heft this pig up in your arms. I imagine you're cradling it kind of like it's a little baby and just, like, slosh through the mud back to the entrance of this pit. Jack. I've caught a pig! <laughs> <laughs> and for once, Trimerical, people of the party are dirtier than you. Yes! <laughs> All right, Jack. I'm rolling dex checks, right? Yep, dex. Well, the first one was an eight plus five, so I only got 13 on the first one. Um, So it managed to get an 18. So which are you going after, a brown pig, a spotted pig, or a pig? I'll go after a pink one. Okay, so you kind of like overestimate or underestimate how quickly these things can move in this environment and you dive and you just kind of like dive into the mud and the olive oil. You don't manage to grab a hold of the pig, but you have him in your sight. I am now in their natural habitat. I am one with the beast. Oh, that was a dirty 21. <laughs> oh man. You st like it doesn't have an addition to dexterity, so you still win. It had a natural 20, but 21 beats. So you barely, just barely managed to hook your arms around its back legs. Okay, and I keep rolling. Yep. I have to get three. You have to get three in a row. 12. 12? With a 13, it manages to wiggle its way out of your grip. Motherfucker! All right, that was a nat 20. You, like, with renewed vigor and anger, you lunge after the pig, and you just get a full-on headlock on it. That was a 12. No, that's a 10. It, it's letting out small, like, squeals of discomfort as you continue to hold it. That was One successful? More. Yeah, it rolled a 2. <laughs> Aha, dirty 22. <laughs> uh, and with that, you heft your swine up out of the murk. Lara Vela, you do notice that your sailor man is looking a little bit upset that your friends have just come in and easily done what he has been trying to do. You presume from his state of dirtiness for a little while. <laughs> okay, has he not succeeded yet? He has not. Okay, I want to try to get one for him. <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the pig farmer nearby? He is not. Okay, can I try and sell the pig back to the lady that's trying to... <laughs> I, I mean, you're more than welcome to try to sell it elsewhere. I'm just a traveling worker. Like, I have no use for a pig. Ah, whatever. I just, I'm just going to put the pig. Jack doesn't want anything to do with the responsibility of dealing with this, so he's going to gently put the pet pig back into the pen. <laughs> so as you're, like, lowering it down, like, in the corner, uh, Chimerical is just gently rubbing Remy's pig's belly. <laughs> Just like giving it belly scrunches, the pig is letting a little of contentment. Um, we have started to collect another petting zoo. Uh, so, Lara Vela, you're going to jump in and try to do it? Yep. Okay, so take one silver out of your inventory. The captain of the Bayberry jumps into the mud pit. All right, and the first one is a 20. Okay, yeah, that definitely... Which pig are you trying to wrestle? I'll do the spotted one. So the uh, the other spotted pig, are you doing the, the one that didn't just get caught, or are you going after the one that just got caught that Jack lowered back into the pen? I'll go after a different one. That poor pig probably had <laughs> So, yeah, you go after the remaining spotted pig, uh, hook it, and, and you've got it wrestled to the ground. Uh, that's a 15. 
15. You, it starts to wiggle out, but you just flex just enough to keep it in position. That's a 22. Okay, in speed that impresses all of your new companions, you wrestle this pig and you carry it out. Do you just give it to your sailor man? Yeah. Oh, Captain, you wrestled that pig so good. We got a pig for the boat now. I'm gonna name him Pig. Yeah, a cat named Cat and a pig named Pig. That is a very serious. <laughs> <laughs> he quite uh, happily, like, all cradles this pig. There is a cleric who is using the uh, create water spell to create, like, a little fountain for people to clean themselves off with. Uh, so those of you who want to can clean yourselves off of the mud, uh, or you can stay muddy as long as you wish, I suppose. Uh, so the question is, what is Mukwaro and Remy doing with their pigs? Do I have a girl pig or a boy pig? Roll a d6. <laughs> a five. All right, it's a boy. I am naming my pig Buford. <laughs> Um, That's what I'm doing with my pig. That's exactly why I didn't want to keep the pig. I wasn't going to name it if I didn't. So, Buford the pig. Is my pig still covered in oil and mud and very slippery? It's a little slippery. If you want to be, like, cleaning yourself and your pig off, you may do so. Can I, can I do the opposite? <laughs> can I make my... Can I wipe off any oily mud onto my pig, put him on the ground, and then slap him in the butt and set him loose in the city. Oh. <laughs> 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 this, this, this carnival worker watches <laughs> you like, smear this pig with as much crap as you can and just send it barreling <laughs> into the city. You watch as it like crashes into a fruit cart, a fruit cart that you're very familiar with, Chimerical, <laughs> and just goes sprinting off into the city. Uh, screams and cries arise that show its progress. I'm not associated with any of you. I'm gonna walk off to find the cart that I'm interested in shopping at. Okay. I'm gonna right, follow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, clap McWarrell on the on the back, <laughs> just quietly, just approvingly, and then follow to the shop. I'll I'll watch myself off and then follow to the shops. Yeah, I want to wash myself and my pig and then go to the shop. Okay, so now you guys go shopping. Your pig is fairly content to be held. <laughs> there are a wide variety of carts. There are a lot of also stores that are open. <laughs> okay, so starting with Decamilla, what are the things that you are keeping an eye on for? I'm looking for fancy scented soap, someplace where I can get a handkerchief, and then just like any interesting bobble that catches my eye. Okay, um, so as you sort of browse the carts, there are various specialty carts. And so you find uh, one sort of elderly woman who is sitting, she's got a variety of handkerchiefs and she's sort of embroidering some. Got a variety of like small fabric goods. So she's got scarves, head scarves, handkerchiefs in a variety of colors. Uh, can I look for one that's like maybe kind of a silver color? You find one. Um, it is fairly expensive. It, this was probably will run you one gold uh, for this handkerchief. You get the sense that it is like spun silver. 
Uh, so it's pretty pretty legitimate. It's not uh, like like a cheap knockoff that you would necessarily find. And by and, any chance, I get that embroidered? Oh uh, yes, dear. It, it's gonna take me a little while. I've got one that I'm working on. I'll just keep it unembroidered then, because I kind of want to know. <laughs> All right, dear. Sorry about that. If you find me here in a little while, I might be done with this one that I'm working on, and I can maybe I can maybe do that for you. Oh, that's all right. And then you do find another cart uh, selling like goat milk soaps. There's like lavender, vanilla, rosewood, sandalwood, all of those. Uh, uh, let's go with vanilla. Not too bad, five copper. And then just any interesting knickknack or bobble or souvenir that I find interesting. So as you meander and, and look around, you do find a a cart that is selling a variety of strange wooden ducks. Yes! <laughs> yes, the return. He's back. He's back. Wait, who's back? Duck man. <laughs> There's a, a small cart run by a, a very a young tabaxi, half tabaxi creature. The the fur that you're used to seeing on a tabaxi is more like a, a light coating, like kind of just kind of like a very hairy person. The nose is not completely flat, it's a little bit more defined. The eyes are a golden color, but are are more human-esque. And so like the bottom shelves are just a variety of carved ducks whereas like the upper shelves seem to be all of the ducks are like locked into small glass canisters that those of you who are uh, arconically inclined you tell can tell that they're in some way enchanted i want to look for the just the prettiest and most colorful duck whether it's enchanted or not there there are several very very beautiful ducks that are enchanted that you quickly find out are very far out of your price range, like 500 gold, 600 gold for these enchanted ducks. But there are some lower ducks that just seem to be either like centerpieces, there are some duck keychains. So you find one small duck centerpiece that has been painted in the, the Tormish colors. So the colors to celebrate the day. So it is a white and golden duck with uh, inlaid topaz eyes that is about 10 gold. Probably want a non-Tormish one if possible. Okay, so then there are some others. You do find one duck that it's not as, there, there are some ducks that aren't as elaborately carved as the rest of them. And you kind of get the sense that maybe these are the apprentice's work and not the master's work. But among them, you find a duck that has been carved, like the feathers have been carved into what seem to be fern patterns. And so it's like painted green and the eyes are, are two roses that have been carved and painted. That one, definitely. Okay, so that one is... Uh, seven silver it's a little rough it's not perfect it, evidently the apprentice who carved it put a lot of effort into it and tabaxi man that is uh helming this cart is very very happy that you have selected this duck in favor of the tormish duck wonderful all right that's all i had until we get to like potions or something oh uh, just yeah in terms of material here i'm looking for if they have any sort of like I'm thinking like the the dread pirate Roberts and Princess Bride like mask or anything, any sort of like face covering like that. The, this festival isn't necessarily like a masquerade festival, but you do see yeah, the, the old woman. But I'm woman. a public figure. Yeah, you do see the old woman that had sold 
the handkerchief to Decamilla. Uh, and she does have a, like a variety of scarves that you could easily like sort of fashion eye holes into and create that that covering. Yeah, um, I, 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 is there one that I could, maybe with the scarf it would be a little bit easier that I could just like tie around kind of like maybe the bottom portion of my face? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna kind of just look for the, oh, like kind of the least garish scarf there or yeah, like kind of the intersection of least garish and least expensive. There are some that are like a nice soft yellow color, couple that are like molted green that kind of look like, oh, I have a bunch of these dyes left over. I don't want to waste them. I'll put them all in one scarf. Yeah, that molted green sounds, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, yeah, that'll be like five copper. Okay, cool. I have one gold, um, so I get five copper and nine, nine silver. silver back. Can I grab the yellow one? Um, That one will be seven. Or I want to put it on Beaufort. Wait, what'd you say? I'm putting it on Beaufort. So you you tie this, do you do it like a, like make it into a leash or you just like use it as like a little decorative? Like a little bow. Okay, so he's got this very large floppy yellow bow. <laughs> do give me an animal handling check real quick. So with a 14, you can tell that Beaufort is starting to get quite attached to you. Like Aww. you don't you don't necessarily have to carry him. He'll he just like kind of follows you. He's so happy. <laughs> I would like to. I just talk want my health her. potions if everybody else does. Okay, oh. so we'll we'll kind of get to the health potions here in a minute because we'll just expedite that. Expedite, not expedite. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to talk to the handkerchief woman. Okay. So I like lean over what she's doing and I say. Oh, that is beautiful. How how long have you been doing this? Thank you, dearie. I, I've been doing it my whole life. I'd like to ask her if she's done any recently with uh, red letters of R and V. Oh, no, no, R, V. I did, I did some red letters that were, it was a heart around, uh, let's see, it was a D and a D, so it was D plus D and a heart. That was kind of cute, but no, no RV or VR. I see. Well, it's very beautiful. And then I like walk away. Are there any uh, stalls with books? Not a ton. As you peruse, most of the books that you find are related to Torm in some way. So either holy Bibles, religious texts, religious poems, books of Psalms. I think a chimerical is good. Um, I'd also like to get- There's a, a weapon shop or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, shop. go for it. Okay. Also weapons, but also yeah. like a trinket from the wooden duck thing too. Okay, yeah, so there actually is in one of like the apprentices work, you do find a little like boat that has a little duck carved on it. It's like a duck in a rowboat. Seems to be uh, some sort of like keychain type structure for mm -hmm. a cop. All right, I'll take that one. And then, so we had some interest in weapons shops. For that, as you guys peruse, you come across Findale's ornaments. It is a two-story stone building that has all of its doors and windows open. People are sort of shuffling in and out of it. And behind the counter is a female half-elf. And you walk in and it's just like wall-to-wall -wall things that can kill you. It is very impressive. There are a few things that are back behind the back behind the counter where you can't quite touch them, but then there's like a lot of more common weapons in places where you can try them out, so to speak. I'm gonna uh, 
Uh, is there any sort of, um, like, magical, not necessarily magical weapons, but any sort of, like, anything with, that has, like, a magical effect? Um, be it, like, oh, jewel, well, I'm thinking more in terms of, like, jewelry or, or that sort of thing. So there are some things that have very, very strong magical um, vibes. However, nothing that's like jewelry or anything. This is specifically a weapons and armor shop. But you do see six items that are hanging back behind the counter that emanate a strong magical aura. Uh, yeah, I'll, t I'll take a, a close look at those. Okay, um, so one of them is a, there's a sword, a dagger, an axe, two commas, a mace, and a longsword that are back behind. I'll point to the dagger and be like, uh, uh, I'm, uh, I dabble in arcana. Uh, I noticed that that dagger seems to have, have some sort of, um, extra effect to it. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, well, uh, this is the, this is the dagger of Brostra. You get the sense that when she says that, it's like, oh, there's some kind of, like, I should know what that is, but you don't. It deals a special type of damage, and also, during uh, a bit of a battle, if you activate it, it can move of its own accord, and you can control it as as part of your, if we are talking in D&D &D terms, your bonus action could be used to command it to do something on its own accord. Uh, and how, what was the asking price for? Uh, oh, that'll be 8,300 gold. <laughs> I'll pass today, but you've been so helpful. Thank you. Out of curiosity, that longsword and that axe up there. What do those do? The longsword here is is a magically imbued weapon that makes it much, much easier to hit. So it is a plus three to hit on top of your regular bonuses. Um, and also any target that is hit has to make three constitution saving throws in a row or else be petrified. Uh, how much is how much is that one? Uh, that'll be 18,000 gold. Would you say trade it for 20? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, She's no, just... okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and but... you were also curious about the axe. Well, this is a an adamantine dwarven war axe that when tapped or hit against something, it can shed light until it is returned to its holder. And that, Very comparatively, that is a paltry 2,230 gold. I suppose you wouldn't sell that for 20 either. No. I do have Fair some enough. other options, and she kind of gestures around the room to the other, uh, a little bit more average weapons that are hanging. You see clubs, daggers, hand axes, sickles, crossbows, darts. You see a flail, a glaive, a morning star, a short sword. So kind of like your typical array of weapons are hanging about. Is there a long sword? There's not. You do. You see a short sword, but no long sword. Is there a battleaxe? There are hand axes. Hand axes. Okay. Um, I don't suppose. Is there a great sword anywhere? Um, not in the front area. Okay, but like behind a counter or something, maybe. Yeah, there's there's a magical great sword, but. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, are there shields? There, Any, there like... is a. There are a couple of shields. There's so there's hide armor, chainmail, half plate, and there is also uh, a few shields. They're very plain. They're not decorated at all. But there are a couple of shields that are hanging on the wall. Those uh, those shields up there. Can you tell me about about them? How good those are? Oh, those would add a plus two to your AC, but they do take away your ability to use two-handed weapons. Hmm. How much is one of those? Those will run about ten gold each. Bulma. Do you need yeah. uh, do you need two-handed weapons for anything? Um, people use two hands for weapons. I'll take a shield, please. I... <laughs> <laughs> 
so she comes around and she takes a shield and she hands it to you. Okay, I'll give her the ten gold. And then I'll bring the shield over to uh, Volmer and kind of push it towards him. And say, yeah, just a little uh, a little bonus. Help uh, oh. keep you safe. Uh, he kind of, like, holds it, like, kind of trying to figure out how to how to put it on. <laughs> I'll, kind um, of, I'll kind of show him, like, here, put your arm through the straps in here. And uh, then you oh. can, yeah, lift it. Mostly, okay. you want to keep your torso and your head covered as much as right. you can. Those are usually the vital areas. I'm imagining, I value. Like, like, the scene from Ghost, where, like, Patrick's <laughs> like, behind. Jack, Jack's not a religious man, but he's praying for Volmer with, to whatever god is listening, just really quietly in the corner. <laughs> I should, I should, I should. I should reimburse you for such a gift, um, and I'm going to give. Oh. I'm going to give back the the. I think it was ten gold there. Thank you, thank you very much. But you didn't need to do that. I my family is uh, reasonably wealthy, so I do not mind. Very well. I won't argue. Chimerical would also like to buy a shield. So remove ten gold from your inventory, and then you can add two to your AC. See, so now my AC is a chilly. Oh, actually, I don't have bad AC now. 14 with the VAT. Hey. I was expecting yeah. it. Yeah, I still only have four HP, but my AC is <laughs> four. <laughs> I have four HP. Maybe you shouldn't be in there. You could get permakilled pretty easily. <laughs> this is what he was saying. <laughs> I didn't know it was that low. <laughs> Were you raised in a glass box? What is your upbringing? <laughs> Even I'm not that delicate. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you'll be saying when they drag my body out of the maze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be drinking fucking champagne and hanging out with nobles and watching you guys run around. That is absolutely why I was not going to go in. Gotta stand up to peer pressure. <laughs> I just thought it would be. Perhaps you should sit out this competition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think my name's on the list. I don't know what that means. Well, you but can always I... take it off. Can I? Can I always take you can. it off? You can. I'll. I'm, I'm not gonna I'll think you, about it. I'm not gonna make you perma kill your character on a team building activity. <laughs> I. I will still be wearing the mask and shield if I'm hanging out in the stand. Mechanically, how does if I have an arcane focus, a weapon? Does that mean that I can't also have a shield? I would assume, like, I need to have a, um, a hand for my arcane let me... focus. Yeah, the secondary yes. focus of spellcasting focus is that it takes up a free hand unless you have the ability or feature which allows otherwise. You have to be holding it in order for it to work. You therefore cannot use that hand to hold a weapon unless you put your focus away first and vice versa. Depending on what you choose as your focus, you may need another free hand to perform. So yes, you do need to have your arcane focus in one hand in order for it to be effective. Okay, cool, good enough. I don't need anything else here. I have a question about the shield I've got. Like, do I already have I already added my AC from that? Yeah. So getting another shield wouldn't wouldn't. No, really I, I figured. I just wanted to know if I'd already added that to mine. So then, just for the sake of expediency, there you go to a place called Costi's Vault. We can talk about what that looks like later. But she does have a variety of healing potions there, in addition to other very interesting uh, items and baubles that 
Just gonna warn you, you can't afford that. <laughs> and so you, she has all of the healing potion options. So she has a potion of healing, which are 50 gold each for 2d4 plus two. Potions of greater healing, which are 250 gold each for 4d4 plus four. Potions of superior healing, which are 2,500 gold each and 8d4 plus eight. And then potions of supreme healing, which are 25,000 gold each, which are 10d4 plus 20. Well, can't afford anything. I don't have 50 gold. <laughs> I have 50 exactly. We want to go in on a couple or one. Or oh, I've got a bit of healing myself, so maybe we don't need it. I'll, I'll donate 10. Does someone want to go have these? Hey, Volmer, how, how if little I get paid, I don't care. I mean, I, the, I only brought so much gold with me. I, I only have about 10 right now. Mm. Um, go. I don't think it's probably worth going back to my house, trying to get more gold, and then No, I have 13 gold that I can commit to the cause, but that's about it! I have 20. That just leaves 17 though. more. I'll donate 20 to the cause. Thank God! I'll- I'll just- okay, I'll give- Kaylin, if you just want to hold on to it, because Jack's just gonna go hog wild at the front, because that's all I'll know how to do, so I'll just- Jack will just hand you his- will hand you his 13 gold. Remy accepts this crazy old man's gold, <laughs> and just piles it with hers and decamelons. Um, I'll add- How many is it today? I'll add five gold to the pool. Chimerical Zoravela, do you want to go threesies on a healing potion? Uh... No, girl's been living on the street for a while, so I'm kind of <laughs> strapped for cash. I'm also just trying to pay people too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vela's over there like I've got a payroll, guys. <laughs> Friend Decamilla, do you want some of your gold back? Cause I can contribute some, and we've already gone over the price of one. I mean, I never say no to my gold back, but if you guys need it, do accomplish your goals in the maze, by all means, use it. We appreciate that, thank you. 20 for me. I'm more of a patron than a fighter myself, you know. I know lots about patrons, we should talk about that sometime. Oh, very well. I'm always here for a rousing conversation. I'll, uh, okay. I'll throw in 10 and Remy can keep 10 of hers. Thank you, friend with Moro. <laughs> Any other business that needs to be attended to? I think so. Um, just two health potions then, because we have 50 gold. You can have one health potion. <laughs> Is it 50 each? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, I forgot. We have one health potion. <laughs> <laughs> so you take your uh, hard-earned health potion and uh, head back out.